Return of the Wedgie. Scott Wedgwood has signed an extension with the New Jersey Devils. However, is this just a pawn move by Tom Fitzgerald? Because now we do have a goalie to expose in this year's expansion draft. We have a lot to discuss because there's a lot more to Scott Wedgwood's game, both on and off the rink, that people don't know about. So buckle up because we have a full-fledged Scott Wedgwood episode. So it's all about the Wedgie, everybody. I guess a Wedgie in this case is a good thing. Anyway, just buckle up. We have a lot to discuss. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 1.25 p.m. Eastern Time, July 6, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, if you missed the last episode yesterday, I basically talked about a hypothetical scenario in regards to maybe Kyle Palmieri reuniting with the New Jersey Devils organization. Obviously, he was one of our alternate captains. He was with our organization from 2015 to 2021. We know what he's capable of doing because I talked about the overall offense for the New Jersey Devils because, you know, even though I guess offense was one of our strengths this year because we had a lot of surprises in terms of production from certain players, uh, we still were way off the mark in terms of uh, comparing ourselves to the league because, like I told you guys, our leading points getter was uh, Pavel Zaka and obviously, you know, uh, despite Zaka scoring 17 goals and Miles Wood also scoring 17 goals, that's way off the mark compared to a lot of other NHL teams. So obviously we were lacking in that regards, but at the same time, I still don't feel as though, you know, we're as bad as people make us out to be. But like I said, you know, there's uh, certain moves that need to be made this offseason. So I basically gave the hypothetical scenario as to, you know, Kyle Palmieri reuniting with us because we know what he can bring to the table. I don't think he'll demand for much. We saw what he did for the Islanders in this playoff go round. And obviously Lula Morello is big on bringing him back. So, you know, I did want to put out that fact right there. I gave the press release, but overall, would we want to see Kyle Palmieri back at the Prudential Center? I personally think so, but according to a poll that I put out on Twitter, on my Locked On Devils uh, uh, page, it seems like you guys are not really the biggest fans of that kind of silly season idea because I said, would you want to see the New Jersey Devils reunite with Kyle Palmieri? 68% of you said no. 32% of you said yes. So I guess you guys are big on uh, moving on from Kyle Palmieri. But like I told you guys in the last episode as well, uh, despite what Travis Zajac said in regards to the Devils organization and when comparing it to the New York Islanders situation, I still feel as though Travis Zajac was speaking on himself. I don't think he was speaking for Kyle Palmieri. I don't think he was speaking for Andy Green. I don't think he was speaking for Corey Schneider. I don't think he was speaking on behalf of Lou Lamorello. I think he was just speaking for Travis Zajac. So obviously, you know, I'm sure Zajac's words played a factor into that decision making. But at the end of the day, I think Zajac can speak for himself. And I think Kyle Palmieri can speak for himself as well. Like I told you guys, Palmieri grew up in New Jersey despite being born in New York. So obviously, you know, there were some uh, factors to consider. But uh, obviously, a lot of things would have to go right for that to happen. I'm sure there's going to have to be a lot of making up and apologies to go around. But at the end of the day, nothing is impossible. But let's talk about something that did actually happen because I'm so glad that I waited till now to record this episode because we have some breaking news in the New Jersey Devils organization. They have decided to re-sign Scott Wedgwood. I told you guys a few months ago when the Devils season ended, I said Scott Wedgwood deserves
deserves another chance with the New Jersey Devils organization because given the situation that he was put in, I still felt as though, like, despite the uh, the season not ending on the way he probably would have liked it to end, I still felt as though he contributed at a very decent level. You know, nothing spectacular, but at the same time, I don't think he was as bad as people were making him out to be. Obviously, his numbers weren't anything spectacular, but at the same time, I still feel as though, you know, we have to take a few things into consideration, and I talked about it in last week's goalie episode, because remember, Corey Crawford uh, abruptly retired, then Mackenzie Blackwood had to go onto the COVID protocol list, and so Scott Wedgwood had to step up his game in more ways than one, because he went from being a third-string goalie to backup goalie to starting goalie in a matter of a few weeks. So obviously, you know, just put yourself in that situation. That's not really an ideal situation to be in, but overall, you know, let's just discuss uh, the overall situation for Scott Wedgwood, what the contract means, because also, guys, we do need to take some things into consideration because, remember, the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken is fast approaching, and remember, the Devils have to uh, unprotect one goalie Obviously, they're not going to leave Mackenzie Blackwood unprotected. So is Scott Wedgwood, um, you know, going to be the one that's going to be like left out in, in the open for the Seattle Kraken to take? We'll see. But at the same time, you know, I'm not really worried about uh, the Seattle Kraken eyeing any of our goaltenders because quite honestly, I still feel as though there's, uh, you know, better goalies on the market for the pickings. But obviously, you know, uh, the Devils still have to play by the rules. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm happy that Scott Wedgwood is getting another chance. I feel as though you couldn't have written his script any better in terms of his NHL career, what he's had to go through, uh, the fact that he had to wait for his opportunity. And the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, he was a part of the Tampa Bay Lightning's championship run just last season. So obviously, you know, despite, you know, being a part of a championship team, he still had to claw his way to try to find another opportunity for a team like the New Jersey Devils, a team that wasn't really projected to do anything. So I think this team was uh, Scott Wedgwood's last chance to really make an impact because, like I told you guys, the last time he played in an NHL game was like three years ago. So basically, we're going to talk about the contract situation. We're going to talk about my overall opinion. And then obviously, we got to talk a little bit about the expansion draft and some silly season discussion because, you know, at the end of the day, it's still the offseason and the New Jersey Devils are making some moves in order to just prepare for the expansion draft. That's why they re-signed a restricted free agent Nathan Bastion because Nathan Bastion is eligible uh, for the Seattle Kraken to take in this year's expansion draft. I'll talk about uh, the overall situation in that regards. So let's uh, first talk about uh, the Scott Wedgwood signing and the breaking news uh, in regards to what happened for the New Jersey Devils just an hour ago before I made this recording. So let's get right into it, shall we? So the New Jersey Devils uh, announced that they had re-signed goaltender Scott Wedgwood to a one-year two-way contract worth $825,000 at the NHL level and $375,000 at the AHL level. The announcement was made by uh, GM Tom Fitzgerald. So obviously, you know, this is a two-way deal. They're anticipating for Scott Wedgwood just to be the third-string goalie. So the fact that they signed him to a two-way deal and that he could split time between the NHL and the AHL really shows you guys the direction that the New Jersey Devils are trying to go in in terms of, you know, the goaltending situation. Because like I told you guys, Scott Wedgwood, does deserve another chance. However, he should not be the backup goaltender. And, you know, that's not a knock at him or his abilities because he did do some great things for the New Jersey Devils organization this past season, especially since Corey Crawford abruptly retired, especially since Mackenzie Blackwood had to deal with injury, especially since, you know, uh, Scott Wedgwood had to rely on Aaron Dell to back him up. And overall, you know, it just seemed like the Devils just didn't have 
a formidable uh, backup goaltender. So obviously, you know, uh, in this regards, this time around, they are fully anticipating for Scott Wedgwood to be the third string goalie. And I feel like that's where he's uh, best fits in terms of just the situation for the New Jersey Devils. Because like I told you guys, I love Scott Wedgwood. I love his impact. But at the same time, should not be the backup goaltender. He should be a third string goaltender. And I said, I predicted this uh, back in uh, the exit interviews. I said that Scott Wedgwood deserves another chance. However, the New Jersey Devils should re-sign him to a one or two year extension and just say, you're going to be the backup goaltender uh, for the backup goaltender. So in other words, he's going to be the third string goaltender. So obviously, guys, I predicted this and my prediction has come true. So another silly season prediction that I'm getting right so far. So I, I, I called it. So welcome back, Wedgie, on that cheap deal. So obviously, uh, you know, when looking at his stats, like I told you guys, nothing really impressive. So he appeared in 16 games. He started in 15 of them. Uh, his overall record was 3-8-3. Three, and three. And he had a goals against average of 3.11 and a save percentage of 900. So, like I told you guys, uh, I think uh, the biggest uh, number that we should look at is shutouts. Because he had two shutouts this past season. Uh, His first shutout actually came in his second game this year against the New York Islanders. And overall, you know, when we're looking at that, he actually led the New Jersey Devils in shutouts. So, you would think Mackenzie Blackwood would be the one uh, leading the organization in shutouts this season. Despite, you know, missing uh, the part of the season due to injury and COVID, no, it's Scott Wedgwood. So like I told you guys many, many, many times, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood had one shutout this year and uh, Wedgwood was able to lead the way with two of them. So I feel as though that's the biggest uh, giveaway in regards to Scott Wedgwood returning to the New Jersey Devils because I said, look, he has potential and he's solid. But if you ask too much out of him, obviously, you know, he's not going to be performing well. So I feel as though the less you ask out of Scott Wedgwood, the higher amount of production you're going to get because I'm sure when they told Scott Wedgwood that he was going to be starting at goalie for a few games due to Mackenzie Blackwood being on the COVID protocol list, I, I, I can't guarantee this because obviously, you know, I don't know the discussion between the coach and the players, but my overall prediction is that they probably told him, hey, look, you're just going to be the starting goalie for a few games because Mackenzie Blackwood had to go on the COVID protocol list. He'll be uh, back sooner rather than later. So don't worry about it. Just uh, go out there and do your game. And, you know, in his first game against the Islanders, like I told you guys, um, you know, obviously he got the loss, but at the same time, I believe the defense didn't really hold their end of the bargain because the Islanders got two power play goals and they had this open breakaway opportunity to uh, basically end period number one. So I'd say 75% of those goals given up by Scott Wedgwood were not on him because, you know, I'm not really big on blaming a goaltender for letting up a power play goal because it's not his fault that his team went into the penalty and overall they're not uh, holding their end on the penalty kill and helping him out. So, you know, that's just something I want to take into consideration. But at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, Scott Wedgwood, um, you know, the fact that he was able to get a shutout in his second uh, appearance, I believe he got his other shutout against the Boston Bruins, really should say something. And like I told you guys, Scott Wedgwood, um, you know, uh, this is his second tenure with the New Jersey Devils. He was actually with our organization back in 2015 and 2016, appeared in four games, and he had an overall record of 2-1-1. Uh, goals against average of 1.25 and a save percentage of 957. So uh, if you guys need more proof, and he also had a shutout that year as well. So, you know, if you guys remember just a few years ago, you know, Scott Wedgwood, he showed glimpses of potential. So, you know, that's the one thing I want people to know about Scott Wedgwood and why I'm so big on him. It's just because the overall production he was able to give this season, despite, you know, uh, his original role meaning to be a third string goalie, 
I think should, you know, paint the overall picture because, you know, like I told you guys, just the fact that the Devils asked more and more and more from him, I think that's what hindered his production. But obviously, that's all speculation. And we still have a lot more to discuss in terms of Scott Wedgwood. We still need to discuss uh, the overall impact it'll have on the New Jersey Devils and what's going to happen in the expansion draft uh, for the Seattle Kraken because, like I told you guys, the Devils do need to expose a goaltender, so maybe that's why they re-signed uh, Scott Wedgwood so quickly, But because you know I don't think any other team was going to be really that big on signing for him. I don't think there's a huge bidding market for him, but and nonetheless, we're, we're appreciative of what he brings to our respective organization. But first, guys, I need to give you guys a little bit of a story. So the AC unit in my car broke down, and you know what I had to use? I had to use rockauto.com to order myself a new part. So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now in possible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand the warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home in your pocket as well save time and money when using rockauto why choose to spend 30 percent 50 percent or even 100 percent more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com So basically, if you need some inspiration in your life in terms of patience and just waiting for your opportunity, because sometimes by the uh, strand of luck, it can actually happen, just look at Scott Wedgwood's story. And that's what we were talking about in the first half of this episode. We basically were talking about the patience that Scott Wedgwood had to endure in order to, you know, receive that fair amount of chance from a team like the New Jersey Devils. And overall, we're appreciative of what he brings to our organization. We knew it was a long time coming because according to NHL.com, I Obviously, you know, when they were talking about the patience for Scott Wedgwood, they talked about how he had to, you know, just work his way to, you know, getting a decent role for an organization. So obviously when he hit the ice for the first time this season on January 21st, 2021 against the New York Islanders, that was his first NHL game in nearly three years. So his last NHL start was while he was playing with the Arizona Coyotes on February 13th, 2018 against the San Jose Sharks. So obviously, you know, when Scott Wedgwood was talking in his interview in regards to just, you know, finding that opportunity and getting that overall uh, impact and start for the New Jersey Devils, he said that, you know, he was waiting for another opportunity to open up and he got the opportunity. So he gave everything he had all year, patience uh, on the game, and he put his best foot forward every day. So obviously, you know, uh, he said that in his exit meeting and Obviously, for Scott Wedgwood, you know, we're very appreciative of what he does. And obviously, you know, he just said that he had to stay ready because he never knew what was going to happen. Because, you know, when you're a third string goalie, you're going to get like uh, a a few games here and there. Obviously, uh, most of the uh, games in which the starting netminder can't play in, it'll obviously go up to the backup goalie. But at the same time, you know, when you're a third string goalie, you'll get a few reps. But at the same time, you're mostly not going to dress or you're going to be playing for the AHL, two-way deal, whatever the case might be. So obviously, for uh, Scott Wedgwood, 
Wedgwood when he was given that opportunity when Corey Crawford abruptly retired. We had to wait for Aaron Dell to just uh, come off the COVID protocol list since he was coming from a Canadian team. And then obviously uh, Mackenzie Blackwood uh, was injured, had to go on COVID protocol. So obviously the, the door was just wide open, like Scott Wedgwood said. The opportunity was right there for him, and he had to prove himself because if he didn't prove himself, he was just going to be like Aaron Dell, and he was just going to be walking right out that door because, you know, it, it had he not performed well, we would just be talking about saying the Devils need to find two goalies instead of one, in, in my honest opinion. So if Scott Wedgwood had an Aaron Dell type of year and overall just didn't have those glimpses of potential, whether he was getting a shutout or whether he was, you know, doing fairly well, but the Devils couldn't hold their end of the bargain defensively, you know, I think uh, of the one game people will look at is that Penguins game in which, you know, he and Aaron Dell basically had to swap out for each other two games in a row because, like, uh, Aaron Dell got the start in one game, didn't do well, so Scott Wedgwood had to come into the rescue. Scott Wedgwood got the start in the next game, and then he didn't do so well, and then Aaron Dell had to come and save him as well. I forget uh, which order it was in, but, you know, overall, I think that's uh, one of the games that people will look at in terms of his overall poor production and just say he's not a really good player. But, you know, I say to those people, you need to watch the entire season and know the overall narrative for Scott Wedgwood. So, obviously... I'm glad I'm not the only one who knew about his impact and overall just his patience and his hard work and determination because he was actually nominated this year for the 2021 Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy, which is given to the player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to the game of hockey. Uh, he did lose to uh, Philadelphia Flyers Oscar Lindblom, but uh, Lindblom deserved it wholeheartedly because uh, he came back and played the sport of hockey because if you guys remember, he was diagnosed with bone cancer and the fact that he was able to you know, persevere through that and just fight his way to get back to uh, playing at the NHL despite you know being diagnosed with bone cancer uh, really exemplifies those qualities to a T. So, you know, Scott Wedgwood uh, unfortunately did not win the award, but obviously Oscar Lindblom Bloom deserved it wholeheartedly so not trying to take anything away not trying to be disrespectful in any which sort of way I'm just glad that Scott Wedgwood um, you know overall his dedication his perseverance and overall just his sportsmanship of just you know knowing his role and just stepping up to the plate when it mattered most it, it really says something about his character and overall I'm sure he was a great uh, person to have in the locker room so obviously you know Scott Wedgwood had some memorable performances this season uh, obviously the shutout against the Boston Bruins uh, was a big one because Boston Bruins and the New York Islanders, you know, those those are playoff teams. Those aren't just like, you know, it's not like he did it against the Sabres. It's not like he did it against the struggling Flyers. It's not like he did it against any of those teams. He did it against two playoff teams. So uh, the Devils and Bruins entered the third period with a clean slate. Both teams uh, yet to beat their opposing goaltender. And that game was no easy task for the Devils and Scott Wedgwood because Scott Wedgwood had to face 22 shots through the opening 40 minutes. So the first two periods of play, 22 shots, and then he had to save another 18 shots by the Bruins in the third period. So not only wasn't an impressive performance by Scott Wedgwood, but it also ended a five-game skid by the New Jersey Devils, making the win all that more impressive. And obviously, he was able to, you know, get another shutout uh, earlier in the year against uh, the New York Islanders. And he actually did that, I believe, on his mother's birthday. So obviously, he steps up to the plate when it matters most. So I believe I said this fact when this episode was released, but it was the most saves in a shutout by a Devils goalie since Mackenzie Blackwood's 5 to nothing shutout win over the Philadelphia Flyers in which he had to save 46 of them. Uh, and he did that on February 6, 2020. I believe I said that fact, but, you know, if you forgot that fact, there it is. But anyway, 
you know, then that there's what uh, Scott Wedgwood is capable of doing. Now, uh, to close out the show, uh, I do need to talk about the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken because, like I told you guys, there are certain players that the New Jersey Devils do need to expose this year. So, obviously, you know, re-signing people like Nathan Bash and Scott Wedgwood, it is a pawn move by the front office so that way, you know, they're able to just, uh, you know, play by the rules and overall the Kraken do have their fair share of selections in the expansion draft. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, I need to give you guys the second live read this morning. It comes from betonline.ag. Remember to gamble responsibly. So BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing, no pun intended. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't stay on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams are in full swing in their championship runs. So check out the NBA Finals and check out the Stanley Cup Finals. So the NBA Finals will get underway soon. And then obviously uh, the Stanley Cup Finals, despite Montreal uh, swiping one game away from uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I still think the series is over. I don't think any team can really come back down 3-0. There's a few teams in the history of sports that have been able to do so. However, I wouldn't bet on it because it's very unlikely. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. So bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember to check out our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you guys all their latest news, odds, and info on your sporting needs as well on their platform. So let's talk a little bit about the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken, shall we? So obviously the expansion draft is scheduled to occur on July 21st. It'll happen a few days before the NHL draft, and that's going to be really interesting to see how the Kraken form their roster uh, before they make their overall draft selection. So hopefully they don't need a left-handed defenseman in Luke Hughes, but we'll see what happens. So if you guys need a refresher, uh, the expansion draft notes are this. So uh, the Seattle Kraken must select one player from each uh, existing club except the Vegas Golden Knights, and their overall roster must have 14 forwards, 9 defensemen, and 3 goaltenders. So clubs like the New Jersey Devils have two options for protecting players. So they can either protect 7 forwards, 3 defensemen, and a goaltender, or 8 skaters, uh, so forwards slash defensemen, and a goaltender. So if I'm the New Jersey Devils, I feel as though I have more options and just, uh, you know, overall just more uh, wiggle room in the first option. So I would protect seven forwards, three defensemen, and a goaltender. That's what I would do if I was a GM because I feel as though when you just mix the skaters together and then a goaltender, you know, it can make things a little more difficult. But like I told you guys, I've already touched on that enough. So obviously, you know, seven forwards, three defensemen, and a goaltender. So obviously the goaltender that the New Jersey Devils are going to protect in this year's expansion draft is obviously Mackenzie Blackwood. They would be foolish to expose uh, Mackenzie Blackwood in the draft. Do I think that that the uh, Seattle Kraken are looking for the New Jersey Devils, particularly uh, at their goaltending position? Absolutely not. But still, why would you take the risk? So Mackenzie Blackwood will 100% be protected by the New Jersey Devils. You know, I'm sure if the New Jersey Devils had an option, I'm sure they would be like, you know, do we really have to protect our goaltenders? Because would they realistically pick Mackenzie Blackwood? Because I think they would go for more of a veteran player. So like, you know, what Marc-Andre Fleury was able to do for the Vegas Golden Knights. So, you know, would they be uh, that stupid to take Mackenzie Blackwood when there's other options available? You know, still, you got to protect a goalie and then they have to expose a goalie. So obviously, re-signing Scott Wedgwood, especially with a couple weeks before the expansion draft, is just good timing for the New Jersey Devils because now they're abiding by the rules by protecting a goaltender and also exposing one. So obviously, you know, 
now the Seattle Kraken can theoretically select Scott Wedgwood from the New Jersey Devils. So overall, do I think they will select Scott Wedgwood? Absolutely not. Just no way. But the New Jersey Devils, they have to expose a goaltender. And obviously, they're not going to expose Mackenzie Blackwood and protect Scott Wedgwood. That would make no sense. If Tom Fitzgerald does that, then he officially needs to be fired on the spot. But, you know, overall, you know, that that's just the uh, mindset that the New Jersey Devils have, which is now we're abiding by the rules. It, you know, we you said we had to expose a goaltender. Didn't say it had to be a good one. So obviously, you know, with the expansion draft fast approaching, just be on the lookout for other NHL clubs, you know, reciting, uh, you know, decent players, just saying like, you know, hey, we can expose this player. Maybe uh, the Seattle Kraken will take him, whatever the case might be. Because remember, I mentioned it in yesterday's episode, teams cannot protect an impending free agent. So Kyle Palmieri cannot be protected by the New York Islanders in that regards, just to give you guys a refresher. So obviously, you know, the Devils now have a goaltender they can expose. And again, do I think the Seattle Kraken will select Scott Wedgwood with their goalie selection? No, there's better options on the table that they can take. Obviously, it's going to be very interesting to see which one of our young players are going to select. I don't think they're going to select P.K. Subban because I think the New Jersey Devils might protect P.K. Subban uh, just due to the fact that, you know, if we don't have any deals in the works, then uh, if hypothetically uh, P.K. Subban is selected by the Seattle Kraken, and like I said, if there are, there are no trades in the works and overall we can't, you know, fill out our roster after if Subban was supposed to leave, then we're going to be $25 million away from the cap floor, and that is danger. That is like in the red. So I'm just saying right there. So obviously, you know, would I want to P.K. Subban gone from a roster because I don't think he's uh, in our long-term planning? Would I want him signed to a cheaper deal? Uh, sure, one of those two options work. But at the same time, you know, like I said to Tom Fitzgerald, if you don't have any deals in the works to, you know, just uh, overall even out our roster, in terms of finance, if P.K. Subban was picked up in the expansion draft, then you got to protect P.K. Subban for the sake of our finance. But obviously, you know, uh, I'm not a GM and I don't know what uh, Tom Fitzgerald is going to do. But overall, for the New Jersey Devils, now that they resigned Scott Wedgwood, now that they have him most likely uh, for next season, because uh, like I told you guys, the expansion draft is the reason why they did this. It's just because, you know, they need to expose a goaltender. But at the end of the day, I think most likely Scott Wedgwood will be on the roster for the New Jersey Devils next year. And so now we got our starting goaltender and we got our third string goaltender. Now it's time to find that backup goaltender to bring it all together. So obviously it's going to be very interesting to see what the Devils do. But let me know what you guys think on my Twitter page, Locked On Devils. Uh, do you agree with the signing for the New Jersey Devils? Do you think the Seattle Kraken are going to select Scott Wedgwood uh, with their one pick from the New Jersey Devils? I personally don't think so, but it'll be very interesting to see. But at the end of the day, that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, Wedgie. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Season is almost over. Tampa Bay Lightning are one game away from winning it all. Or the Montreal Canadiens, could they just extend their season just a little bit more? I personally don't think so. But, you know, go to bet online to uh, place your bets. So go Devils, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.